0: Friends, welcome to another episode of Making Disciples. It's so good to have you with me today. My name is Chris Rogers and I am your host and it is great to have you with me today. Thank you for carving out a bit of your time to explore discipleship and Jesus and faith and life with me today. Now today's episode is really wanting to answer this question, how do we become more fruitful uh, in our life? How do we become more fruitful in our life? And I want to uh, kind of answer this question by heading to the writing of Peter the disciple, 2 Peter chapter 1. There's this beautiful piece at the introduction to Peter's second letter uh, where he explores uh, what it is that makes a life more fruitful. So that's what we're going to be using today is to Peter chapter 1 to explore it. Hey, if you're driving in your car, listen in. Uh, If you're on the tube, if you've got a a phone that's got scripture on it, you might want to turn to the piece of scripture uh, while we're exploring it today, just to have it in front of you. If you're doing the washing up, do the washing up. Don't worry about having the Bible open. Just listen to me reading it to you. But if you can have it open, you might find it particularly helpful uh don't forget if you want to support the podcast we've started a new way if you've been able to do that you can support us by buying us a coffee um each week we sit down and record these podcasts uh, we do it with a cup of coffee so it might be just one of the ways that you might want to support us you can do that with a link uh, in the show notes but here we go friends we're going to jump into today's episode how can we make our lives more fruitful So here we go. Let me just read to you uh, this passage first from 2 Peter chapter 1 and then I'm going to go kind of backwards uh, through it for us. So, 2 Peter chapter 1 verses 3 to 11. His divine power has given us everything we need for a godly life through our knowledge of him who called us by his own glory and goodness. Through this he has given us his very great and precious promise, so that through them you may participate in the divine nature, having escaped the corruption in the world caused by evil desires. For this reason, make every effort to add to your faith goodness, and to goodness knowledge, and to knowledge self-control, to self-control perseverance, to perseverance godliness, to godliness. Add mutual affection and to mutual affection, love. For if you possess these qualities in increasing measure, they will keep you from being ineffective and unproductive in your knowledge of our Lord Jesus Christ. But whoever does not have them is nearsighted and blind, forgetting that they have been cleansed from their past sins. Therefore, my brothers and sisters, make every effort to confirm your calling and election. For if you do these things, you will never stumble and you will reach a rich welcome into the kingdom of God, the kingdom of heaven, of our Lord and Saviour, Jesus Christ. Here ends the reading, friends. So you've got this beautiful little passage, introduction here to Peter's letter, and it's essentially uh, setting out this fruitfulness, you know, if you don't do these things, you'll be ineffective and unproductive. Um, So if we just work this through as a bit of a maths equation, uh, what Peter is setting up here is so simple. The maths equation is this, Jesus plus faith, plus this faith worked out, lived out, equals fruitfulness. And if we don't do Jesus plus faith, plus living it out, we'd talk about that in terms of discipleship. If we don't do that, then we won't be fruitful. In fact, we'll be nearsighted, we'll be blind. We won't even know that we're sinning, uh, Peter says, and we're just going to trip ourselves up. So, you know, you look at some people's lives and, uh, you know, they are literally living uh, from the day to day. They're living with what they see around them. Uh, And they just consistently make decisions that are foul, that don't make sense, that they don't add up. Um, And life becomes less fruitful. Uh, For them, Uh, they don't see the fruit. Now, when I say fruit, what I'm not talking about is earthly blessing. I'm not talking about being wealthy. I'm not talking about having a big house or a big car, Um, because on the outside there are certain things that could look like your life is being really fruitful. You know, you you seem to have quite a lot of money in the bank. You have got a beautiful husband or wife, you know, children. Therefore, you look blessed. Uh, So there's a danger that we we associate fruitfulness uh, with blessed in terms of earthly sense what we're talking about here in terms of fruitfulness is a life that is fruitful for the kingdom of God and Peter talks about this uh, and he describes it this fruitfulness as somebody who is participating in the divine nature so I just want to unpack that for a second. So to understand what is fruitfulness, fruitfulness is someone who is participating in the divine nature. I love that language. Uh, so I think it's the um, uh, Living Translation that translates it as uh, participating in the life of God. But actually, what's really interesting here, the word nature here uh, can be translated in a, in a string of different ways. Now, one of the ways it can be translated is is the uh, like inner life or inner place or the sanctuary. It can also be translated in in, in some places it has been translated as wo- like womb like places. A womb is a place where a child is in the womb, safe, secure from what's going on on the outside. They're protected like almost in a bubble of all the stuff that's on the outside that is you know could endanger that that little baby that's growing in the womb and what peter uses here is a phrase that that, that it, you know could be not you know this is a way of translating it but you know uh, when we have our faith with Jesus and we're living it out what we are doing this fruitfulness is a place where we are participating in this divine womb this sacred space where we are somewhat protected from uh, the corruption of the world We're, we're protected from the evil of this world because we're in this place where we're wrapped up in God's presence now, the danger with with uh, that idea of the womb, um, when your child is in a womb, it never engages with the world. It is there to be so wrapped up and, 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 and kind of cuddled and protected that there's no engagement with the world. Uh, but this, this participation in the divine nature is a life that is lived in the world but somehow caught up in the character, the nature, and the life of God in this place. So... It's this, you know, the, the womb image is a beautiful one, but it doesn't quite connect with what Port Peter is saying. But I think it's helpful in the sense that when we are fruitful, we are wrapped up in the divine character, nature and the life of God. We are somehow caught up in a space that is protective. Fruitfulness, though, we also know comes in terms of sharing our faith, uh, a life that is just Overflowing uh, with the work of the Holy Spirit, uh, seeing God's kingdom around us. So uh, that gets n- noted right in verse one. So uh, his divine power, his divine power, he's talking about uh, Jesus here, his divine power, the resurrection, the work of the Holy Spirit, this divine power has given us everything we need for a godly life through the knowledge of him Jesus who called us by his own glory and goodness Um, so a fruitful life is a life where we're caught up in the nature of the divine and it's a life where we are caught up in the divine power the divine nature and the divine power the power is the work of the Holy Spirit so it's these two things, it's, it's being caught up in God's protection, but it's also caught up in the power of God, the work of God, the work of the Holy Spirit. And it's these two things that makes our life fruitful. So Peter here says, uh, Jesus, his divine power, what Jesus has done on on the cross, plus your faith, plus something else. And that's where you will have fruitfulness Uh, if you're not doing these things instead you know he does say that um, you will be ineffective and unproductive Uh, so he doesn't use the word fruitful but he's kind of using the negative here so if you want to have a fruitful life uh, let's just walk through this passage again so if you want to have a fruitful life jesus his divine power has given us everything we need for a godly life so jesus his divine power has given everything that we need plus um, knowledge of Him who called us by His own glory and goodness, through uh, this He has given us a very great and precious promise, so that through Him you may participate in the divine nature. And in verse five it says, it says this verse: For this very reason, make every effort to add to your faith. So this is where I really want to land us now in in this discipleship section here. So if you want to be fruitful, Peter says, for this reason, make every effort to add to your faith. So start with your faith. Now add to it these strings of behavior. Now what Peter talks about here is a, uh, a list or a uh, grouping of behaviors and characteristics. Uh, that are essentially living out and walking out uh, godly behaviours. So uh, Paul talks about this in terms of faith and works. It's not faith or works, it's faith and works. Uh, Another way of translating it would be it's faith worked out. So if you want to have a fruitful life, it's, it's a faith that is worked out with your hands and feet in daily life. So Peter says this, Make every effort to add to your faith. And, and I would kind of say here, you know, Jesus makes it quite clear. It's faith the size of a mustard seed. You know, well, how much faith do I need to have, Chris? Look, Jesus is the faith the size of a mustard seed. Let's start with that. And add to your faith the size of a mustard seed uh, a collection. Now, the NIV calls them good things, a goodness. Actually, uh, the word virtue virtuous behaviour uh, is, a, is a neat little way of looking at this. Let me just explain, what is a virtue? Virtue is not a word that we use very often. In fact, it's quite an old word. It feels to me a bit more Victorian in the sense that um, living out your Christian virtues. But actually, the word virtue is quite cool. Uh, a virtue is a life postured towards worship. A life postured towards worship. Worship. A virtuous life is a life that is posturing itself towards worshipping God. Uh, Another way of translating it might be to say this. A virtue is living out Jesus Christ every day. So make every effort to add to your faith a virtue. This living out Jesus Christ in every day. So add to your faith the virtues. Add to your faith knowledge. Add to your faith self control. Add to your faith perseverance. Add to your faith godliness. Add to your faith mutual affection. And add to your faith love. He says, for if you possess these qualities in increasing measure, then you will not be ineffective. So Peter says, if you want to be someone who is fruitful for Jesus, then alongside your faith in Jesus, you need something else. You know, Peter, uh, Jesus says this, doesn't he? You know, uh, Jesus was surrounded by people who were fans of Jesus. And he says, look, if you want to be a follower of me, you want to be a disciple, you've got to pick up your cross and follow me. There's something you now need to do on top of just simply believing in your heart. And this something else is starting to live out your discipleship, living out your faith, and. Paul says this discipleship, this living out your faith looks like this. Number one, knowledge, growing in greater understanding and knowledge of God. Now, knowledge is in some ways uh, over-exaggerated in some wings of the church. You just need to know more. Uh, There's a danger that we think knowing more makes us uh, better disciples. Uh, We've got to be really careful here. What we're talking about is growing and adding to our faith understanding of our faith and understanding of jesus uh it's not about simply knowing more academically so you'll be really careful here so discipleship is about your head it's about knowledge and understanding and i would also add in there kind of wisdom in growing in your understanding of god what he's doing and his work so make every effort to add to your faith the virtue of knowledge and understanding, shaping your mind, your thinking, so it's transformed from this world's thinking to God's thinking. So add to your faith, growing knowledge. Also add to your faith, he says, self-control. This is about your heart. This is about your heart's desire. And there comes a point where we can keep praying, God, make me less addicted to chocolate. Uh, make me less um, lustful. There comes a point where you, in your growth as a disciple, you have to take responsibility of your heart. You have to take responsibility of your self-control because this is about you growing, not not God just waving a magic wand and taking problems away. This is about you growing in your heart's capacity for control. You are not an animal. Uh, You're not wild. You don't just do your thing. You're a human being. You are designed to master and control your heart, your lusts, and your desire. So Peter says to to be fruitful in your life, add to your faith, knowledge, grow in your knowledge and understanding of God, the scriptures. In your heart, master self-control. Put things in place that help you control the lusts and desires of your heart. Next thing he says is... Onto this self-control, now add in perseverance. You could translate it as endurance of the heart. The ability to keep on going. Um, we've been learning a lot about this in the last few years, haven't we, in the pandemic? The ability to just keep on going. Uh, but being able to do this with our heart. God, it, the terrain is rough right now, but I'm going to persevere and continue uh, to Honour you with my life. You know, virtue, living out Jesus every day, this virtue. I'm going to continue to persevere, Lord, in living you out even when I don't see you. So perseverance and endurance. He then goes on to say, add to knowledge, self-control and perseverance. Also add in godliness. This is a life lived in reverence. For God. It's a life lived um, in a a way uh, that represents the character and the nature of God. Uh, In some ways, this could feel quite vague, but perseverance and self-control, they're characters of godliness. What we're going to look at in a second in terms of mutual affection and love, they're characters of godliness. But I would want to add something in here Uh, that actually godliness is sacrificial Uh, godliness the, the life that we see in Jesus is a life that is sacrificial towards others and I think godliness when we see in scripture is a life lived poured out for others not for ourselves ego is pouring ourselves out for ourselves godliness is pouring ourselves out for others godliness towards injustice Uh, godliness uh, in terms of compassion for the other. So what we've got wrapped up in here is living our lives in a godly way towards other people. Uh, Living a life that's reverent towards God and his activity in the world. So if you want to be fruitful, friends, add to your faith the virtues of knowledge self-control, perseverance, godliness. And then, so if if knowledge is your head and self-control is your heart and perseverance is heart, godliness is an attitude, and I would say that's heart. The next direction really is sideways. So mutual affection uh, is, is choosing to love those around us. That brotherly and sisterly love, mutual affection towards others around us choosing to posture ourselves in care and compassion to the other so the direction of mutual affection is towards those that are shoulder to shoulder uh, with us uh, caring for and loving those uh, that are surrounding us and then he goes and he kind of adds on to this and to mutual affection love love agape a love that is poured out, a sacrificial love that is poured out for others. So Peter says, if you want to have a ver- have a life that is f- uh, fruitful, then be adding to your faith in Jesus disciplines and behaviours and characteristics uh, that come out of discipleship uh, that will bring about fruitfulness. In-, in-, in essence, this faith you have in Jesus, add to it, living it out practicing it each day Uh, practicing the virtue of of knowledge and growth of wisdom self-control perseverance godliness mutual affection and love and what i love then about this next line so some of us are going oh my gosh doing more doing more doing more verse eight so beautiful it says this for if you possess these qualities in increasing measure increasing measure and I think this is so beautiful for us. For if you possess these qualities in increasing measure, they will keep you from being ineffective. The more we can increase these practices, these characters in our lives, the more effective we will be. So in other words, friends, we, if we want to be fruitful in our lives, we need to dig into these behaviors and characteristics that are very godly that are very Jesus-like. If you wanna be fruitful in your life, we have to dig into and press into and choose to walk in the virtue of knowledge and wisdom, self-control, perseverance, godliness, mutual affection, and love. Now, some of us may hear that list of things there and go, wow, gosh, actually, that reminds me of the fruits of the Spirit. Uh, And the fruits of the Spirit uh, love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, generosity, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. Uh, it does sound like the list of uh, fruits of the Spirit, which also links to fruitfulness as well. But I just want to tease out just something that's a bit different here. The difference between Peter's list that he has here of fruitfulness and Paul's uh, fruits of the Spirit is, Uh, There's only two overlaps, love and self-control. So Paul says joy, peace, patience, kindness, generosity, faithfulness and gentleness, uh, which Peter doesn't have. That's because Peter's list here, Peter's list isn't a list of fruits. Peter's list is a list of discipleship principles uh, for our lives. So these are things that we need to choose to walk in. Paul's fruits of the Spirit are the byproduct of a life that is riddled with the work of the Holy Spirit. So, this is slightly different. So, what Paul, uh, Peter is inviting us to hear is if you want to have a fruitful life, yes, there's the divine power. And yes, this is about uh, being caught up in the divine nature. Uh, and yes, this is about your faith. But actually, for this very reason peter says make every effort to add to your faith these things and if you add these discipleship characteristics to your life in increasing measure as you grow in them and do them more and practice them uh, then because of that you'll become less ineffective so the more we do them the more effective we will be in our lives and if we don't do them he says we're going to be short-sighted, we're going to be near-sighted and blind, we're just not going to see the sin that we are living in. So, Peter is inviting us into uh, living out some discipleship behaviours that will help our life to be more fruitful. So, I just want to ask you this question, friends. If you are to become more fruitful in increasing measure if you are to see god at work in your life in greater capacity which of these discipleship characters and behaviors do you need to start engaging with and choosing to walk in is it the virtue of knowledge and wisdom is it needing to practice reading scripture And growing in your knowledge of God and himself and his character. Are you reading your scriptures and engaging with them? Is it growth in control? In terms of self-control and what you consume. What you desire and what you chase after. Self-control. Is it perseverance and actually growing in endurance and be able to keep on keeping on? Is it... Uh, the character of godliness and choosing to live out your life in a more sacrificial way towards others is it mutual affection choosing to walk in mutual affection towards those that are around you to your right and to your left or is it needing to grow in love and uh, care for others love uh, and, it, and love is not just about caring for others. Growing in the love of God means this overflow of appreciation and love for, for the world around, for the people around. It's having a heart that's broken for uh, those that are around us. Which of those discipleship characteristics uh, do you need to choose to walk in? See, discipleship is making this effort. To add something into your life that is lacking at the moment. That's what discipleship is. So Peter says for, for this very reason make every effort to add to your faith these things. Which of these things do you need to increase in its measure in your life? Knowledge, self-control, perseverance, godliness, self, uh, mutual affection and love. Which is it? i'm going to pray for us uh, in a second and i'm going to pray that god would help us but i'm going to pray that god would help us help ourselves to growing these things as well and it's somewhere in this place of inviting god to help us and us choosing to help ourselves and walk in them that we we find that god is kind of partnering with us in that. It never leaves us completely on our own um, to grow in these things. So, let me pray. Heavenly Father, we thank you for Jesus. We thank you for the resurrection. We thank you for his divine power. We thank you that through Jesus, there is everything we need for a godly life through jesus his glory and his goodness and lord we do want to participate in this divine nature we do want to participate in this divine power we want to walk in the way of jesus we want to see signs and wonders of his kingdom all around us in our lives in our family's life in our neighbor's life in our work colleagues lives we want to see uh, this divine power at work so lord because of that We recognise that we need to take uh, every effort to add to our lives characteristics that look like you. So, Lord, help us grow in knowledge, self-control, perseverance, godliness, mutual affection and love. Lord, would these things grow in increasing measure? And, Lord, would we be smart today in choosing one of these characteristics to really walk in and activate and choose to be today would we take responsibility for ourselves rather than just keep saying would you help us lord would you help us would we take some responsibility for ourselves and choose to add in one of these virtues we pray that in the name of jesus and all the saints said amen friends i pray that you have a blessed week And until next time, grace and peace.